All right, all right. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place where the word of God takes you to places where the unseen is at, where there's a void at, where there's darkness covers, where the seed of God's word is, begins to grow inside of you, where repentance starts. It's the underground. And who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. Matthew chapter three, verse one and three says, in those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was repent of your sins and turn to God for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, he's a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. That was in Matthew chapter three and verse one. Uh, if everybody can uh, put they, when you come in, just go ahead and put your thing on mute. Put your mics on mute because we go recording live. Do that for me. I appreciate that. Appreciate everybody coming out already. What's up, Makia? What's up, uh, Corey? What's up, Aunt? What's up, uh, Jalene? What's up, everybody? A shout out to Iowa and shout out to Brussels, Belgium. The, uh, when we looked at the last time, those are the top spots where the uh, podcast is getting a lot of traffic at. So shout out to whoever's in Iowa who's listening to the underground and who's ever in Belgium. So I just wanted to give a shout out. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. And also shout out to my hometown, H-Town. Y'all know we always doing it. Shout out to San Antonio. Appreciate the love. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hope everybody having a good day. Welcome to the underground. We just go get into this word dive head first. But I do got a question for you. Was you thankful today? Was you thankful today? When you got in your car, did you thank God that you were able to drive? When you got to your job, did you thank God that you were able to work? If you married, did you thank God that you was able to kiss your wife or your husband crusty lips this morning? Was you happy about that? Was you thankful about that? Was you excited that you got to talk to your mom today? Was you thankful about that? Was you thankful that you got to help somebody today? Was you thankful that your uh, credit card or your bank card, it didn't say decline? Was you thankful for that? Did you tell God thank you? If you went to the gym, was you thankful that you was able to lift and have the strength and energy to work out? These are just the small things that helps you keep a thankful heart, a peaceful mind, to protect yourself from getting ungrateful for the life that God has blessed you with. When you went outside, was you just thankful that the air was just blowing was you thankful that your car was working? These are things you just got to, hey, before you start the day, go through your list and begin to be thankful. What that is, you're putting up blockers. You're putting up guards. So when the enemy and his demons try to come attack you, you already got your guards up of thanks. You're being thankful. These are the things that protects the believer in his walk, in her walk, thankfulness. So I just hope you did that today. 
Uh, if you got your Bible, if you got your phone, if you got your tablet, and if you just got uh, your mind, go with me to Deuteronomy chapter three. That's where we go go at. <clears throat> and we're going to start from verse 21. We're going to start from verse 21. But yeah, man. Been having a good week. Shout out to my brother. Got to baptize him this week. If you uh, ever get to listen to this, man, proud of you, man. Keep walking with God. Keep walking with God, brother. Keep walking with God. Deuteronomy chapter 3, and we're going to start at verse 21. So this is a, a time in our world that we live in where Moses was leading the people to the promised land. Moses was one of the uh, great prophets of our time. He was one of our ancestors who got to really see the miracles and the display of God. He got to see the character of God. The Bible talks about how him and God was like friends, man. They was like best friends. And so when we read about Moses, we get to see a relationship between a man and an everlasting God when we dive into it. You know what I mean? So I love reading about Moses and all those type of things he get to do. I love reading about his, his weaknesses too. And even through his weaknesses, how God was still able to use this uh, man. So it's, it's a very good story. And when we pick up at Deuteronomy chapter uh, 3, verse 21, we, we it talks about how Moses was being forbidden to enter the promised land. Now, if you uh, read a couple of chapters back, you will see that Moses was kind of disobedient and he let people pressure him. He let people pressure him to acting out in certain ways. And I don't want to go too much into it, but this is why we're at this situation where he's being forbidden to enter the promised land. Let's pick up at 21. It says, at the time I gave Joshua this charge. Stop right there. I want us to see, even though he was being forbidding to enter the promised land himself, he still was going to encourage others around him to enter the promised land. This is the characteristics of a true leader. Though God say no to you, are you still able to minister God's word to other people? God may say no to you about a house, but can you still minister to other people and preach to them about having faith about getting that house? God may say, uh, having brought you your marriage yet or brought you your wife or your husband yet, but can you still, in the midst of all that, encourage others in their marriage? This is the characteristic Moses had. Though he was not being uh, prohibited to enter the promised land, he was still going to encourage others around him. That's tough to do. That's very tough to do. Some of us can get bitter during that time. Some of us, when God tells us, no, we shut down our whole ministries and don't want to talk or encourage others because we're not getting what we want. He still, when we uh, read about it, he said he had over one to two million people that he had following him during this time. He had to encourage others. 
he had to give directions to others to some guy said no to him about. See, a leader leads through pain. A leader, a true leader, a true leader leads through rejection. A true leader leads even when he's lonely, when she's lonely. A true leader. See, we give people that title of leadership these days just because they may have a lot of views or followers or likes. We give that title leadership away. But see, a leader, it's already in them. They lead at all times. A leader is able to lead when people are talking about it. A leader is able to lead when people are walking away from it. It's just in it. A leader was born with that type of characteristic in them. God has blessed them with leadership. They are focused on the purpose that God has given them, no matter who's behind them, no matter what's in front of them. A true definition of a leader. Moses teaches us this. And he says, you have seen for yourself everything the Lord your God has done to these two kings. He will do the same to all the kingdoms on the west side of the Jordan. Do not be afraid of the nations there for the Lord your God will fight for you. It says you have seen for yourself everything the Lord your God has done for you. I'm talking to you right now. You may be in doubt right now about something. You may be confused about something right now. But I want you to think back and I want you to remember the things God has done for you. You have seen it with your own eyes. You have seen it with your own heart. Why are you doubting him right now? Do you doubt that your uh, company is going to uh, release that paycheck in the next two weeks? Do you doubt that? You don't. You already know that paycheck is going to be, you have so much faith in it. Guess what? You're going to get up tomorrow and go to it. That's the type of faith you have. Look how much faith we have in these other things. You got so much faith in your car, you get in it without any reservation of thinking that is that is not going to start. Yeah. That faith that you have in your car, that faith that you have in your job. These type of things that we have faith in. God said, you have seen what I have done for you. The miracle I, I have done for you. The pain I have delivered you from. I have healed your sick, diseased, nasty, busted, and disgusted body, chlamydia, herpes. I'm talking to somebody right now in a Zoom like this that's reaching all over America. He's healing your body right now. You going to work and you got disease all in your body, but God is steady healing you. You typing on a computer at work, looking sophisticated, but got diseases all over your body. God is healing you right now. He's going to show you that he's a healer. Let's keep going. But I want you to uh, always remember the things God has done for you. I know you can remember things. You know why I know that? Because I see you uh, putting TBT on your uh, 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 Instagrams and all that. You can remember that. 
So I want you to remember what God has done for you. Do not forget. It's critical that you don't forget. Your mind may be too cloudy that you can't even remember the things God has done for you. Do you remember the time oh, I, you fell in love with God? When y'all first met, do you remember that? Huh? I'm talking to you. Do you remember that? Go back to it. When you're having them rough days, go back. Don't just walk out on God because he's not spoiling you right now. He's not being your sugar daddy right now. He's not being your sugar mama right now. Don't you dare walk out on God. Your job haven't gave you a raise in five years. I ain't seen you walk out on them. Why is that? Why is that? So don't you dare walk out. I'm talking to somebody right now. Hey, before you walk out on God, stop. Remember what he's done for you. Remember what he's done for you. Remember where he's brought you from. And when you remember, you start to thank him and you tell him you're sorry. You repent of how you've been acting towards a holy God and you tell him you're sorry. You tell him you're sorry, tell him you was just mad, tell him you was angry because your gas was on E or tell him you was mad because your food was late. I don't know. Tell him you was mad because your Amazon package got messed up. They sent the wrong stuff. You was just mad. But you tell him you're sorry. You tell him you sorry. Okay, let's keep on going. See, I can, you know, we can eat off. Let me tell you how good this food is. God's food. It's just keep on going deeper and deeper and deeper. One verse you can get full off of. Do you hear what I'm saying? One for it's so good. It's just you, you just keep on. You ever ate lobster before? And you gotta, you, you, it's like you gotta crack and you gotta dig and you gotta keep on digging and digging because you know it's some good stuff at the bottom of this lobster. That's how you gotta be when you go, go into the word of God. You gotta dig for it. Some of y'all just go in there trying to read Psalms 23. You just wanna read one verse, the love of my ship. You better dig. Why should you, uh, should not want? Dig when you get into the word of God. Huh? The, listen, the spirit of God is saying your little Instagram Bible verses that you read in the morning, that's not going to cut it. Not not, not now. That's not going to cut it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not going to cut it. We got to get into the word of God. You got to get to start knowing this word. Put it in, I hide thy word in my heart so I may not see. That's why we sin it against them. It ain't in our heart. Something in my heart. Something, ooh, you got me think I was sin. Something in your heart, but it ain't the word of God. I'm talking to somebody right now. So I'm saying, let's get the word of God inside of our hearts, believers. Come on now. Take 30 minutes out your day and say, let me just let me just focus on the word of God. He, he, he can't get 30 minutes. If he can't get 30 minutes, we, we got issues. We really do. He can't get 30 minutes of your time. 
what you know 30 minutes he didn't gave you 30 years he didn't gave you 40 years he didn't gave you 50 years you see how people young guy if he didn't gave you more than 25 years you owe him more than 30 minutes that's just, hey that that's what i just said that's just what i'm saying but let's get back to this work that i never left even when you think I'm lost, I'm not lost. Because if I'm lost, I'm lost in the word. Anyway, let's get back to this word. So he said, verse 22. Do not be afraid of the nations there, for the Lord your God will fight for you. What you afraid of, believer? Why is the future scaring you so much? Why is Fox News scaring you? Why is CNN scaring you? Why is the Jason movie scaring you? Why is these things scaring you, believer? If God be for you, who can be against you? Do you believe those verses? Or do you just quote them because it makes you feel good or something? You have to embody these verses. You have to put those verses on, stand in the mirror, and the Holy Spirit has to come tailor you. Do you know how long and how precise it is when you go to a tailor? So you have to begin to let the Holy Spirit, which is our tailor, tailor you with these scriptures, whatever season that you're in. See, remember when Daniel went through the fire? They say they couldn't even tell he was in the fire. You know why? Because he he got tailored with the scriptures of God that he looked so good even when even in the fire. See, you know you God's child when you broke, busted, and disgusted, but when you step out, people just think you got it going on. <laughs> oh my God. That's when you know you tailored. That's when you know the Holy Spirit and tailored you so well. And that's what I'm trying to, when you walking through fire, when you walking through heartbreak, when you walking through setback, when you walking through losses, people look at you and be like, oh, you look good. Hey, you look good. People ever tell you that? You look good. It's because you have, you have been tailored by the Holy Spirit. You have let that word begin to tailor your life. You have begun to let that word cover you. Let the word of God cover you so you can stop being afraid of these nations around you. Come on now. We got to stop being scared. I need you to... I'm 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 gonna speak to a certain uh, audience real quick. You remember when uh I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. Came on when you was young, and you went to that middle of that circle in that club or wherever you was at, and there was a certain boldness that came over you. That's the same boldness you need to have right now, with the word of God. When nut if you buck, nut <laughs> if you buck, boy nut. You remember that song came on and everybody was in. <laughs> the boldness that people that people weren't scared of nothing during that time. Well, why you ain't why you why you can't act like that with the word of God? Come on now. 
You better than that, believer. You better than that. I, I don't know. Every, every time a layoff start happening, you getting scared. Gas prices rise 10 cents and you scared. No. You hush your mouth. You don't be uh sitting up there letting these people know that you scared of inflations. Joseph told us your ancestor, Joseph. See, that's why you got to read the word. Joseph was, uh, he had major inflations during his time. Guess what? He doubled up, Nipsey Hussle. Double up. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to get you guys ready for the fight. Look at because look, he said, Oh, oh, thank you, God, for showing me this. Do not be afraid of the nations there, for the Lord your God will fight. So he's telling us, oh, it's gonna be a fight. You see that? So he's letting us know if he has to fight for us, it's gonna be a fight. And guess what? You come into a, a gunfight with a with a knife, <laughs> and it's plastic at that. You got to do better. I'm challenging you. You have to do better, believer. Why? Because you better than that. People are depending on you. Shift the conversations. Shift the atmosphere. Well, where I'm at, it's negative. Shift it then. People always be talking crazy when I met shifted in. You know, that's what you carry. You a shift changer. Oh, God. Some of y'all just thought y'all got that Lee Road. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shift changer. You working on a night shift, but you really there to shift the atmosphere. Wherever, see, wherever jobs we're at, I'm just going off now. The Holy Spirit, I love it when the Holy Spirit just flow. That's why I don't understand when people be talking about, oh, they be freestyling. Man, the Holy Spirit been freestyling since he was born, since he got created. Read Genesis. It say he was just hoovering over the water. And then he began to freestyle and said, let there be light. Let there be, uh, let there be. He just began to freestyle. God been freestyling. He been dropping mixtapes. <laughs> I mean, he started, he just dropped the freestyle on us in Genesis 1. Man, that's why I love I, I love reading about God. Okay, go to uh so we at Exodus. I mean Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 23. For some of y'all who thought I was lost. But let's get back to this word that I never left. At the time, I pleaded with the Lord and said, oh, so sovereign Lord, you have only begun to show your greatness and strength of your hand to me. Oh, you ever been in that, that space when God is just showing you a taste of his greatness? <laughs> that gets you excited to wake up. You can't even you be in the bed like what he going to do today. And that's what Moses was at. He said, God, you, you begin to show me a taste of your greatness. That should motivate some of y'all to stay away from certain people. Mm. I'm talking to somebody right now. Mm. I'm talking to a young lady right now. I'm talking to a young man right now. God is beginning to show you 
a taste of his greatness. I'm talking to somebody who just got hired on a job. I'm talking to somebody who just got into a marriage. I'm talking to somebody who's finna get into a house. I'm talking to somebody who's finna uh, get graduate. God is showing you right now a taste of your greatness, of his greatness. That should motivate you enough to stay away from certain things. Because you're just getting the taste. You just getting a taste. You just getting an appetizer. You just getting a sample. You and I know it tastes. You, you you ever been to Sam's? And you walk and they got those samples, and you just get a a, a taste of it, and you like, oh, what I said. And it begin and when they tell you, oh, it's over there on aisle three, and it makes you it because it tastes so good, you begin to be obedient to what the person was telling you how to get to what you just <laughs> tasted. Because you want the whole package, right? God's saying, I'm giving you a taste, but you're gonna have to be obedient if you want to get it all. Holy Spirit just dropped that in my system, by the way. Y'all getting fresh stuff right now. Y'all getting that ding, the bread ready. <laughs> oh, speaking of bread, what is Jesus? The bread of life. That's bars right there. I don't know what. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. If, you, if I'm going over your head, that means you need to be in your word. If you sitting over there talking about what bread? <laughs> I like that all guard bread. That bread good. You need to get <laughs> you off. You get in your word. <laughs> you know, I'll just mess with y'all. Okay. Okay, so yeah, what he said. So he said, "You just, uh, you only begun to show your greatness." Ooh, see, when Moses told me that, I said, "Ooh, what what he was showing you, Moses?" He said, "In the strength of your hand to me, the strength of your hand, not your own, but just your hand." <laughs> mm. Come on, y'all. He they ain't even talking about his heart. He say, just your hand, that strength of your hand. You know, that same strength of, I think he gave that to all the mamas <laughs> when they was in the car and they had to reach back. And that's the strength I think he talking about. <laughs> you know, that strength when they reach, pop, sit down. <laughs> that's the strength I think he talking about. I think he gave it to all mamas or parents okay. and stuff like that. But yeah, he say the strength of your hand. Yeah, kind of hand God got. That Moses talking about, hey, he said, then he said, your servant to your servant. Moses is telling us already to be a leader, you must be a servant. Oh my God. Come on, y'all. Moses talking to us. To be a leader, you must be a servant. Some of y'all just want to be a leader so you can get a, a, a door tag. Some of y'all just want to be a leader so you can get that VIP parking section. <laughs> That's not, uh-uh. You have to be, as soon as you, 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 and you know that you're a leader. When you understand that you're a leader, first thing, you need to start seeing, where can I serve? How can I serve the people of God? What are ways that I can be a servant to the people of God? What are ways? What are ways? What, what is this gift I got? Moses is telling us, first of all, Moses is telling us, hey, even when God tells you, no, you still have to encourage people. 
then he's telling us to be a, 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 a precise disciple, a leader for the people of God. Hey, you got to be a servant. Serve the people. And it's people all around you. We I don't know nobody. Go next. Knock on their door next door. Go next door. Go next door. Let me let me let me give you some uh, a, a little a little a little way you can serve. Something that God had you know told me like to serve the poor people. Uh, what I do? Uh, God had told me look go to Walmart right. I put two cases or one cases of water in in the back of my seat, right? Every time I see you know what I'm saying somebody on that corner, and they come, I'm gonna ask them if you want a cup of water. Mark chapter 10, verse 42 said, if you give these a cup of water in my name, you give them to me. Serving the people. See, but see, but those things, you know why? You have to be a servant and not looking for accolades. Only people that's going to see those type of things is God and that person you gave that water to. You feel me? So I just I just said that not to bring validation or admiration to me. I'm telling you ways that God can show you how to serve in just simple ways. Simple ways. We have this thing uh, at uh, at the job I work at, and every uh, Wednesday they uh. The uh, the clients I work with, they have they have their own businesses, so they like try to sell smoothies, and it gives them a just a motivation to want to do more for themselves. Guess how God told me to serve them? Bring some bananas and strawberries. Every so that's every week I'm spending like four dollars. Nobody's not yeah, nobody's gonna see it though. But guess what? God is gonna see that. It's the little things, man. And when you begin to build these, do these little things here, 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 you know what you're doing? You're building a kingdom. And see, and see, you got to keep and you keep hammering. So you, you boom, 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 boom. You, you hammer down right there. Okay. That's solid. Okay. Let me do um, that solid. And now what you're doing, you're building a kingdom. And when you look up, all of a sudden, guess what? You have a group of people, a multitude of people you can serve. You're a bored leader because you're not busy building your kingdom. You're building for the world, but you're not building for the kingdom. A kingdom where thieves and rust can't destroy. Build something that nobody, nobody can destroy. All right, let, let me keep going. Let's get back to this word that I never loved. Is okay, I'm at 24. I'm at verse 24. Is there any God in heaven or on earth who can perform such great and mighty deeds as you do? Nope. I just answer that for you. Nope. All these other guys, people talking about, they ain't doing nothing. Verse 25. 
Please let me cross the Jordan to see the wonderful land on the other side, the beautiful hill country and the Lebanese mountains. So look at it. Moses is pleading. Now, what we're doing, we're also getting a view and an insight of Moses' prayer life. Sometimes you, so you might have to plead. Look how Moses is pleading with God. Please, God. Leaders, I know you've been there. When you have begged God for something. When you have begged God for something. And God has told you no. Have you moved on from that? From that no God told you? Hey, I'm talking to somebody, right? You stop walking with God. You stop serving God. You stop serving the people because you got to know. I want you to know God was just showing you that you spoiled. And you still on the milk. You not ready for the meat. Some of us think we mature because we have a house, we have a car, we have a degree, we got business cards, our hair look good, our house look good, all these things, and we call ourselves mature. But God is looking at the heart. He's looking in the spirit. And I want you to know that you may look mature to the world, but you still on that breast sucking milk when it comes to the spiritual life. You're not fooling anybody. You're not fooling anybody. And if you're in your 30s, if you're heading to your 40s, it is time to get serious about your walk. What are you going to pass down to the next generation? We see Moses, thank you, God, as a true leader, he's finna pass something down to Joshua. That's what leaders do. That's what leaders do. They pass something on to the next generation. So they can pass something on to the next generation. Hmm. So we're just uh, talking about Moses. I'm, uh, as I'm talking, and God is just keep giving me more and more things about how great a leader Moses was. He's just pointed this out to me. Look at the people Moses had around him. He had people around him who would have their own Bible chapter. Mm. Moses said, I'm not going to hang around just anybody's. <laughs> I'm not finna cast my pearls just to anybody. I'ma cast some to somebody who I, I, that person look like they can write a, a chapter in the Bible. Them, the, you want to have people around you that when you pass your pearls on, they can carry it along. I got a handful of people I send scripture to in the morning. 
they know who they are. All of them on this call too, by the way. You know why? Because God has shown me these are the ones. Yeah, everybody is not entitled to your scriptures that God gives you. You think Moses was telling everybody what uh, he was telling Joshua? No. He wasn't. Moses, oh, thank you, God. Moses had two million people around him, as scholars would say. He was so strong, so secure within himself. Do you know how hard it was not to be a people pleaser? With over two million people around you? Mm. Think about that. I'm talking to leaders right now. How would you respond with two million people around you? Before you, before you ask God for that ministry, before you ask God for that church, how would you respond? Out of two million people, Moses was able to discern Joshua. 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 Joshua, I'm not here to make friends with the other 1.9 million. Okay, just Joshua. Okay, I got you. I got you. I pour into that. Why? Because I know they pour back. You're pouring in an empty cup, leader. That's why you drained. That's why you tired. That's why you frustrated. Pouring to people that pour back. Mm. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We can stop right there. And, and I already know we got we got we got enough to take us to, to the end of the year. <laughs> I already know God that fed his people. You see, I that, that's how much confidence I got in God. That's how much confidence I got in God's love for his people. I don't have confidence in my talent or what I'm going to say. No, no, I know God has so much love for the people who is going to watch this or listen to this podcast that he said, oh, I, uh, uh, yeah, let me mm -mm, let me use because I got so much love for my people. Verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter three, but the Lord was angry with me because of you and he would not listen to me. Mm. The Lord was angry. Oh, look, I want everybody to be angry with me, but God. Hey, the whole world can be mad at me. God, please don't be angry with me. Do not be, I was, I was, <laughs> I, I didn't had, uh, I, I don't know. I think when I was asleep, y'all, I had bit my cheek 
and you know you have a bitchy cheek and you get a little sore inside your mouth and you know on your cheek and it'd be you know those are things i'd be like look how fragile we are look how look how just fragile we are look how one ankle twists you away from being humble look how just one move with your back your lower back you know that lower back one move and you can't walk that's why I just, God, are we cool? That's the first question I ask when I get up in the morning. God, we cool? Before I, <laughs> we good? That's what that's what I ask when I get up in the morning. I don't need to know the weather. I don't need. I don't, yeah, I don't even know the weather. I don't even know what's going on with the economy. God, we good? We cool? Are we okay? Okay. I, can I get out the bed because I ain't, I'm not trying to, you know? Because I don't know. Sometimes. I just don't know when I read about God was just handling up on people in this Bible. And I just don't want to be one of his victims. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I'm sorry. I just don't want to be in my lifetime one of God's victims. So I'm I'm trying everything. I'm look, are we good, God? Before I do anything, are we good? And so he told, uh, now, now check out how he talked to Moses, y'all. But the Lord was angry me because of you, and he would not listen to me. That's enough, he declared. Speak of it no more. <laughs> he Shut up. I don't want to hear about it no more. Hey. There's some people in, uh, uh, that's I got to talk to. You've been praying about something over and over and over and over and over. God wants you to know, speak of it no more. That's enough. It's time to move on. I'm sorry I had to give somebody that word. But I guarantee if, if you receive that word, there will be a peace that comes into your heart. There will be a newness that begins to begin to that manifest in your walk. There will be a new joy that begins to manifest in your walk. A new outlook, a new perspective in your life if you receive that word. Some things are just final. In this life, you will have trials and tribulations. Speak of it no more. But go up to the uh, peak and look over the land in every direction. Take a good look, but you may not cross the Jordan River. It's like, are you teasing me, God? You said I can go up and look, but but I can't, I can't go. Oh man. Can I tell you what leaders gotta have? Self-control. Boundaries. You can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> oh, let the Holy Spirit speak to some people. You, you're a leader now. 
So you have boundaries. You can look, but you can't touch. You, you can only go so far. He, he has perimeters for you now. That's when you know you have become a leader. Uh, 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 when, when you have these strict guidelines, you think God is being uh, rude or you think God is being hard on you. No, 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 no. You're a leader now. You have to go home at seven now. Yeah. You have to budget real tight now. Because you're a leader. Embrace the parameters of your life now. Embrace the self-control of your life now. Embrace it. Why? Because you are a leader now. Oh, guys, see, he's so strict. Leadership. Leadership. Then he said in verse 28, instead, commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him. See, this is when you Moses is showing us you can't be a hater and be a leader. So God telling me, no, but he want me to go tell somebody else. He want me to encourage them. I ain't finna do that. They can figure it out on their own. See, you can't be a hater and be a leader. You can't be jealous and be a leader. You can't be envy of nobody and be a leader. True leadership, you can't be envy of nobody. You have to be self-confident. Moses has something inside of him. That, that, that uh, he has something, he has so much faith. He has some type of faith that said, there's something better than the promised land down here on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know he's he he's saying no to this, but I know there's something better. Why? Because I have a friendship with him. God is telling you no to something. Are you going to encourage others? Encourage others about what? The same thing God telling you know about. That's hard. <laughs> That's all. You have to be a mature leader. You can't be on the breast to do those type. You can't be somebody just still drinking the milk to encourage others when God is telling you no. Man. Ooh, that's a true leader. Leading through pain. Leading through frustration, leading through the nose in life. You know, you know what, what shows a great leader? Wartime. Pressure. People not believing in your, your vision. Can you, can you lead when people don't believe in your vision? People don't think what you're saying and what you're doing is, 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 is even worth their while. 
if they was in your position, because you know, people out, if I was them, I would have, that's why you're not them. He told in verse 28, y'all, he told him instead, commission Joshua, encourage and strengthen him. But I ain't encouraged. You just told me no. For he will lead the people across the Jordan. For he will lead the people across the Jordan. A, a true leader knows when his time is up, when her time is up. A true leader understands when their time is to start training somebody else up to take their position. They're not selfish with the spotlight. Yeah, I, 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 it's time for me to train somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know this person behind me, they, they have a more impactful way to reach this generation. So let me, let me, let me, uh, decrease so he can increase god can use this person more there's a lot of i'm telling you i guarantee you there's so many youth and so many people that's on the sideline because leaders just don't want to give up their uh, spotlight so many gifts are being smothered because people just don't want to give up the spotlight so many uh, prophetic words have not been spoken because people just don't want to give up a Sunday. You know, true leadership knows how to, they know when a, it's time to, it's time to pass the baton. Right? You know, when you're running a relay and you're coming around that stretch, you got to know when. See, the runner knows exactly when to start off running. And the runner who has the baton knows exactly when to pop hand that baton off. To give the runner a good start. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But some of y'all, we dropping the baton. You dropping the baton like Major Rich used to do. Shout out to the band. <laughs> Shout out to them high school bands. All right. Encourage him. For he will lead the people. He will give them all the land you now see before you as their possession. So we stayed in the valley near the Beth Pihir. Okay. Now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. And I'm almost done. I'm going to let y'all go. I told y'all, I'm not going to try to stay too long. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is Moses. Instead of being mad and saying, hey, I'm mad. Um, God told me, no, he let Joshua do it. He's going to urge the people of God this one thing. He's going to get ready to die, by the way. And this is what he's going to tell the people. He says, and now Israel, I'm talking to Israel right now. He says, listen carefully. Uh-oh. 
That must, that must mean something to be said. Listen carefully, people. When you see that in the Bible, you need to sit up. So if you laying down, I'll say, so when you be reading the word and you laying down and you barely hanging on, falling asleep and losing the verses and waking back up, somebody, what, what was that? When you see, listen carefully, you need to sit up, cut the light off. Because God is about to say something. Listen carefully. To the decrees and the regulations that I'm about to teach you. Obey them so that you may live, so you may enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. Do not add or subtract from these commands I'm giving you. Just obey. Just obey. Just obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you. Just obey. Just obey. Just obey. Man, how you get there? Obey. How you get there? Obey. How y'all relation? Obey. Obedience. Why are we trying to make this thing harder than it is? You come to work 40 hours, you go get an 80-hour check. Come 40 hours every uh, every week and you'll get a, a paycheck that with 80 hours on it. How did you how did you do that? You obeyed. You obeyed the time. You obeyed your schedule. You obeyed your schedule. And guess what you get? Benefits from it. If you take out $30 on your paycheck and uh, you put it towards this insurance, when you go to the doctor, you, you only have to pay that. How you do that? Oh, I obeyed. The rules, too. I obeyed it. Yeah, that's all. How did the, uh, why didn't the car, uh, the repo people, how they, they ain't pick up your car yet? Why not? Oh, I obeyed. I had to pay a monthly thing. I have to pay my monthly car note. So I just obeyed. Well, how your phone still working? Oh, the, the phone company, they uh they give me a bill every month and I just be obedient. So I got the benefits of talking on my phone every month. You see what happens when you just obey? Oh, how did you, ooh, that burger was good. We get that burger from Waterburger. Well, how you get, the, I just obeyed. I went to the window because you got to go to the window. They tell you, you got to go through the drive-through. <laughs> So I just do it. They don't even give me nothing. I just obey whatever they tell me. They have a system and I just obey it. And then they tell me to come around and drive through to the window. And sometimes they have me sitting there, but I just be obedient to it. Why? Because I want the benefit of eating the burger. You cannot tell me people cannot be obedient to God. We practice it every single day. The reason we don't do it to God because our hearts are far away from him. Our hearts are obedient to this world. It's we 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 are obedient every single day. It's in us. But we are familiar with the things of this world so it's more easier. When you see somebody being obedient to God, just know because they're more familiar with God now than this world that they are in. That's it. That's it. 
It said in verse three, you saw your, for yourself what the Lord did to you at Baal Pier. There the Lord your God destroyed everyone who had worshiped Baal, the God of Pierre. But all of you who were faithful to the Lord your God are still alive today, every one of you. He's really given us uh, the format to stay alive. <laughs> huh? He's given us the, in verse four, see, that's what, but all who were faithful to the Lord your God are still alive today. Okay. So if I just be faithful to God, I can still live. Okay. Cool. I take that. But now, nah, I mean, with them, look, I don't, I don't get into all the deep stuff. All I got, look, that's, that's all I need. Verse four. And I'm going to have faith in it. Period. You don't got to tell me nothing. God don't have to add to me. He don't have to put no uh, extra season on it for me. He don't need to preach it to me. He don't need to scream it to me. He don't need to sing a song to me and make me feel good and cry. I don't need all that. I read it. He said it. Cool. I'm going to do it. Long life. Got it. Then verse five. Look, I now teach you these decrees and regulations just as the Lord my God commanded me. He said, I'm teaching you these things. I'm telling you these things, not because I'm just, I wanted to. God commanded me to tell you these things right now. All right. He says, so that you may obey them in the land you're about to enter and occupy. Some of you, most of you guys right now, you're finna enter into your own promised land. There's things that God has promised you years ago, and now you're seeing it come to fruition. You're about to enter into it. It's not time. You, you can't be scared now. The promise is here. And some of y'all is missing and enjoying the promise because you're worrying about a future that you don't even know that's going to come. You know what life is? You know when life happens? When we are waiting on dreams and uh, uh, words and all these type of things that never comes. Life happens while you're waiting on something. The promise is here now. You're in your promise now. Don't you let that devil trick you up out of that. Don't you let that man trick you up out of that. Don't you let that woman trick you up out of this promise that you didn't work hard for. You didn't went to the, through the wilderness and all that for this and you finna let somebody, uh-uh. Not, not, not today, devil. Flee. Get away from here. You don't know what I had to do to get to this promise. You better go on about your business. Mm -hmm. You got to enter it and occupy it. Now, occupied, when you got to occupy something, you know, that that's going to take some work. That's going to take some discipline. That's going to take some consistency. Yeah, that's going to take some uh, strength, some energy. Every day, you're going to have to keep it occupied, keep it up. Verse six, obey them completely. And you would display your wisdom and intelligence among the surrounding nation. Man, I, I see that every day. I promise you, when you obeying God, people just think you so wise. They think you went to college. <laughs> somebody, I'm for real. Somebody the other day asked me, was I a college professor? I didn't even go to college. <laughs> Barely got out of high school. I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm just being real with you. I ain't going to no college. 
I went to try to get the financial aid, but I don't know. That ain't even work out for me. You know, that's when you know you just slow. How you didn't get financial aid? What's wrong with you? You couldn't fill it out? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I'm for real. But but I'm saying all this. I'm going to read this again. Obey them completely, and you will display your wisdom and intelligence among the surrounding nations. And if people be thinking I'm so wise, y'all. Yes, I work with like different physicians who, you know, doctors and all that. And they be like, oh, you are so wise. I be like, oh, yeah. Hope y'all don't check my credentials. Because I don't even know how I got this job. Thought you had to have a degree for this. But God. But God. Anyways. So you'll go be when you start to obey God, you'll begin to display wisdom, intelligence. People are just when you speak, people will be in all of you. When you talk, people will be, they'll be like, what is this? What is this wisdom they talking? When they speak to me, I just see things. Because you have the wisdom and intelligence. Well, how did you get that? Obey. I didn't get this by reading books. I'm I'm serious. I don't, I'm not a good, I just, I took a test the other day. And I, I got, look, hold on. I got a 50. It shows you. I'm just I'm really I'm trying to let y'all see who I am. So you can understand. But when God glory hits you, when God wisdom hits you, it just overtakes all that. It swallows all that up. God is so good, man. When you just obey. When they hear all these decrees, they will exclaim, How wise and prudent are the people of this great nation. Yes, that's how we supposed to be. The world's supposed to be looking at us saying, ooh, these people are wise. Ooh, these people are prudent. Ooh, these people are excellent. Ooh, these people are fly. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, these people are hypocrites. They fake. They did. They did. They did. No, 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 no. Ooh, y'all, man, y'all got it going on. Yes, we do. We do. Thank you very much. Let me uh, introduce you to the person who gave me to you. Have you met Jesus? That's how we supposed to be. Anyways, verse seven. For what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us wherever we call on him? Yes, he is. Whenever we call on him. And what great nation has decrees and regulation as righteous and fair as this body of instructions that I'm giving you today. Verse nine, but watch out. Okay, warning, warning. And I ain't talking about them commercials. You young people watching at nighttime. I'm talking about warning to this word of God. Watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. So remember earlier, I told y'all, remembering the things, thank you for bringing it back around, Holy Spirit. This is why you have to remember the things God has done for you. Do not let the memories escape from your mind. You cannot let it escape. Hold on to these things. Okay? As long as you live, as long as you live, shout out to Tony Braxton. Okay, that was my jam. As long, 
Also, okay. NBC. Oh my god! I don't know why I be having these songs stuck in my head. You see, ain't it crazy that we can have all that in our head? We can remember all that, but we can't remember no scriptures. We can't remember. We 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 struggle remembering scriptures, but let a song from nineteen ninety four come on. We know every word. <laughs> uh, we funny. And be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Look at the responsibility that you have, parents. Before you pass down a house, before you pass down that car, before you pass down that inheritance, I need you to pass down this word of God to your children. That's your first responsibility, period. We got to pass this word down to our children. They need to know who God is. Yeah, wait a minute. Before you know any celebrities, any any outlet, I'm going to need you to know who God is. Cut that off. Yeah, that's how we do that. Yeah, cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to learn who God is. I don't want to. It's, but I ain't asked how that. Yeah, and it talk back to me. I got a strong hand God gave to me. <laughs> Remember that strong hand? He passed it down to parents. He do. Mm -hmm. He 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 says I passed down a strong hand because I need y'all to pick up that rod with it. Yeah, I need y'all to pick up the rod. So I'm gonna give you a strong hand. Get them get them out of that corner and put a rod in them. Put a rod on them. Uh uh, that's okay. Keep on playing with God. Hey, then verse 10, never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, where he told me. Now, you may say, well, I, I ain't never staying with God at Mount Sinai. What is your Mount Sinai in your life? It may be in your room. It may be at an altar call at church. It may be in the, uh, your car it, 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 uh, at a break on your job. That was your Mount Sinai. You, you met God that day. And he summoned you. He said, come on, I'm calling you up out of the world. Do you remember that day? He remembers that day. Summon the people before me and I will personally instruct them. They will learn to fear me as long as they live. And they will teach their children to what? Fear me also. Fear me, reverence me, respect me. As long as they live, we are to be reverence of God. We are be we ought to we gotta be in awe of who God is. Yes. I'm almost finished. Hold on. I got a verse. I'm gonna go to verse 14 and I'm gonna let y'all go. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain while flames from the mountain shot into the sky. What was going on back in that day? <laughs> you came near. And stood at the foot of the mountain while flames from the mountain shot into the sky. The mountain was sh shrouded in black clouds and deep darkness. Verse 12. And the Lord spoke to you from the heart of the fire. Do y'all see what's going on? That's why I be asking, are we cool? Anybody who's speaking through the fire, are we cool? Do you got any beef for me? I don't need no beef with anybody who can speak through a fire. 
I don't, I don't, I'm scared of that type of person. I'm scared of that type of thing. Who he, he He's speaking through the fire, y'all. Whatever you say, I trust it, period. You heard the sound of his words, but didn't see his form. Can you <laughs> let something right now be talking, but you can't see it? Let something talk and you can't see it. That's what they was experiencing back in the day. These That is why these people was in fear of God. See, he was doing, see, God been doing stuff, man. We be forgetting. We be forgetting because we looking at people and humans too much. We want them to wow us. And <laughs> we want them to wow. We want humans to wow us. Read the word, man. God to wow you every, every, every scripture with his wisdom, knowledge, understanding, love, patience. Kindness, gentleness, meekness. Wow. When you wow by God, I mean, okay, that was cool. That was nice. When humans, you know, it's just even when you when you so wild by God, you look at yourself and just say, okay, you ain't doing too much. Sit down somewhere. <laughs> you ain't doing too much. You know what I'm saying? He proclaimed. Verse 13. He proclaimed his covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he commanded was only uh, commanded you to keep in which he wrote on two stone tablets. Verse 14, it was at that time that the Lord commanded me to teach you his decrees and regulations so you would obey them in the land you're about to enter and occupy. So that's why we read all that today, y'all. My final word is to some, there's people right now, listen, the shift, if you're in the spirit of God and you've been around and you're with his people, you're not talking to the world. Some, see, some of y'all are talking too much to worldly people. Get with God's people. Get with people who think like you, who, who, who believe like you. And when you see that, you begin to see, oh, there's a shift happening. I'm seeing God's people come up. I'm seeing God just blessing his people. I'm seeing God beginning to put people in a land. They're beginning to occupy things. Right? So this word was to you guys. You are beginning to occupy things. You know you are. You're looking up and you're saying, whoa, we got this now. We doing this now. We got this going on. Yes, there's a shift happening. Now it's time to live in it it's time to live in it what do you do now when now your responsibility is to live in a garden adam it's to live in a garden eve i've given you restrictions though live in it live in it that's going to be your test now. How do you stay in the promise? I have an answer. By being obedient. By being obedient.
by being obedient. I appreciate you guys coming to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Just a voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I love y'all. Y'all be safe.